Tom Bernard show with co-host Catherine Brandt. There we go. <laughs> Andy Brandt Bernard. <laughs> Alex <God. laughs> uh, Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen. Mike Molina. And our special guest. Oh, Chris Domino. <laughs> We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional bodywork costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Sitting on a One of Alex's favorite songs of all time. Sure is. I'm betting she he played that for my grade. birthday. Yep. Yay! Alex's birthday tomorrow. She won't be in tomorrow. She turns 29 tomorrow on Groundhog's Day and the Friday before the Super Bowl. So this year, the Super Bowl overshadowing your birthday. It certainly is. And for some people. There's, well, there's nowhere I can go for my birthday. The visitors, the tourists have taken up every They've spot possible. taken huh? over everything. They have you. And Rat. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, let's go to Benihana at the Mall of America because that's nowhere near anything. The Mall of America? No. That's going to be the worst place to go. No. Every place downtown is completely booked up. And Benihana had yeah, but- openings every single half hour. And so I was like, really? we'll go to Benihana. Yeah. I was like, we'll go to Benihana. But now, I don't know if there's stuff happening there. Well, yeah, it's tourism central. Well, but... Oh, well. You might... I don't know. 
get to enjoy some of the Super Bowl. Go to like Best Maple Grove. Wins. There's going to be no one there. God. Hold it's on. True. I, I, I just saw a look on you. I've seen that look from my wife. Um, what, what's the problem with Ma- Maple Grove? I don't know enough of the history of Maple Grove to know no. for sure, but I've seen that look before. Maple Grove is fine. It's not close. It's far. It's okay. far away, and it's yeah. nothing. there's nothing interesting. Yeah. It's just like a suburb with, you know, Applebee's and California Pizza. No, there isn't a California Pizza Kitchen anymore. But there's, there's stuff. A, there's oh, there a isn't? mall. There's like a Buca de Beppo. Plus, it's like you know, there's nothing. I heard, uh, I heard a rumor that Cy Amundsen lives there, so. He lives in Maple Grove. Yeah, well, there is that. Why would you choose to live in Maple Grove? <laughs> oh my gosh, is this carried in Maple Your Grove? Mother. I just realized that's where I, Andy was born. Maple Grove is nice. What's wrong, wrong with you? Maple Grove. What's wrong uh, with you people? West I Bloomington Scandi- snob. I am a, I'm a, um West Bloomington oh, mom. Goodness. God, I'm just kidding. That's I, what I said. West Bloomington oh, I, snob. I just heard. I just heard Bloomington. I crushed the Scandinavians, and she just killed Maple Grove. <laughs> No, Maple, yeah. Maple Grove is fine, but it's just kind of like a, I don't know. It's like an outer suburb with nothing really special about it. That's not true at all. Rush Creek is there. I wouldn't choose to go there for my birthday is all. Like, it's nice, but it's not, I don't know. We, li- we lived there when Andy was born. Mm-hmm. You did. But it's a lot yes, different. Yes, we did. Then, it's a lot different mm-hmm. now than it was when... Backpedal, backpedal. Nice try. Backpedal, backpedal. <laughs> no, it was. Like, there, exactly. wasn't the, there wasn't the mall. There wasn't... It does have a really There's good nothing. school district. It does. Indeed. Maple Grove is the kind of place that I think I would want to live in, like, 10 years. Just because yeah. I could get a lot of land for cheap. But it's not, not so far. I don't think, yeah, I don't no, think you, you can get what you well, think you can I in mean, Maple Grove anymore. Compared to getting literally no land for $200,000? That's true. Well, yeah. like Bloomington, you can get way more land for not nearly as much. That's not West so Bloomington, though. Not West Bloomington. <laughs> Just Bloomington. <laughs> I saw that look, too. Yes, it's kind of true. Eater. Totally different. <laughs> yeah. No, Cake Maple, eater. They oh. do have... I've never been to the Benihana in Maple Grove. I have. Is it nice? Wait, yes, you have, haven't you? No, not the Maple Didn't Grove one. Didn't we used one. to go there? No, that's that's the Golden Valley one that we used to go to. The Maple Grove one is oh. new. You know what I'm actually learning oh. as well? Benihana is big in Minnesota. They got that many locations at Benihana. Three of them, they got, yeah. yeah. Wow. They got three of them, yeah. Uh, yeah. Benihana true. folks taking over this state. Well, and I am. I'm very much. I like going out to dinner and spending too much money on food and having like getting dressed up and making a whole thing of it. But it's just not. You, we can't do it on my birthday this year. It's just not happening. And so I'm like, let's go to Benihana. They make a big deal about your birthday, and it's stupid and whatever. They flip that, uh, flip a shrimp right into your mouth. Yeah, and yeah. they put a giant mm-hmm. sparkler birthday, yeah. in your stuff, <laughs> and you get free ice cream. It's like, you know, whatever. And they have that flyover America one, ride that's like soaring. They do, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so. Fun. They're like soaring. Yeah, kinda. that's fun. The one thing I would say though, there is one uh, location. Um, then I won't say which one it is because it's not necessary, but uh, you got to be careful when you go there because the gangbangers take it over once in a while. That's why we're not going to And I mean one. very serious gangbangers. I so. think there's lots and lots of security in Minneapolis right now. Well, no, I'm and just saying. And at the Mall of America. You know, Benny Hanna's you know in particular, Tom? <laughs> the, well, just one. Okay. One of them. All right. Man, I'm learning mm-hmm. the stuff I've learned in less than 24 hours here in Minnesota. It's, it's, what an education. Oh yeah, we. Uh, you don't want to walk around downtown Minneapolis after dark alone. I've you don't want to do that. Nobody bugs me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's because you're so I just don't so tell tough. my dad right. about it until except after just now. I've done it. Yeah, except just now. Indeed, Andy just put in a new uh, mic cord on his microphone. You can tell it, it's a great improvement because you can yeah, hear every really, keystroke. Yeah, really, it's super loud now. <laughs> it really is. I think that 
mic cord was, yeah, on its way out. Yeah, yeah, it was a mic cord that was on. He changed out, and all of a sudden, you could hear every keystroke on your keyboard. And the best thing is, my mic, the cough, cough button does not work, as your you can hear. I was going to say, yeah, what is what that? Hell? Return it. What the hell? Return it. Way to go, my friend. Everything is horrible. Nah, everything is wonderful. Chris Domino's in studio. Molina's there. Alex is in town. What could be better? Nothing. <laughs> Not uh, absolutely nothing. Anything. Apparently, no there's, one can think of anything better. No, well, the Vikings could be in the Super Bowl. I'm racking my brain. Yeah, nothing. The Vikings. I swear to God, I thought after the 13 and three season, I thought for sure Atlanta was going to win, and then the Vikings would play Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So either Atlanta or the Vikings would be in the Super Bowl, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, we were zero for two. I mean, yeah. fifty percent shot. Roll snake eyes. Yeah, out. I know, out. You're out. Fifty percent shot. Just didn't happen. Such is life. So, uh, have you ever been to Minnesota before, Chris? I have. Uh, I came up for the All Star Game uh, when it was in oh, Minnesota. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. And I was here sense. one other time in the winter. And as I was just explaining to uh, Alex, one of the things that actually has happened, um, the gentleman who, I guess, I don't, do you work for anybody, Tom? I was going to say, do you work for Scott Jameson? You don't really work for Scott Jameson, do you? No, I'm a private contractor. Yeah. Technically, but I'm not even my dad an employee. bosses him around. Okay. So, yeah, right. I didn't think he worked <laughs> yeah, for yeah, Scott right. Jameson. Right. But Scott. Well, I, was, I mean, I technically works with do. him. Yeah. You with, work it. with him. Let's Scott go with Scott and I, Scott and I, yeah, work together yeah. On, on a lot of things. Yeah. Here's what he told me though when describing Minnesota, when the possibility he said, "Listen, Minnesota, talk to your wife about it." He says it's just like Atlanta, only a little bit colder. And I and I said to him, I said, "Do you honestly think I missed that day in school where they were actually going over <laughs> geography and and where Minnesota is in relation to Atlanta is, just in terms of weather?" So that was his pitch. It's it's just like Atlanta, only a little bit colder. Well, there's a lot of money in Atlanta, right? Yeah, corporate. There's a lot. Look, it's a, yeah. there's corporate money, no doubt about it. It's not Dothan, Alabama. You know, it's not, uh, you know, some, some city in Iowa, Davenport, Iowa. It's not that. There's right. definitely corporate money in both of these cities. Yeah, I mean, Minneapolis and Atlanta, um, on that basis, are, are a lot alike because there's a ton of money in both towns. Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, I, I, there are areas like... Uh, you know, Buckhead is mm-hmm. kind of like, what would that be? Kind of like Edina, I suppose. Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, the, it's very, very, quite similar. Good public the schools. The not even close. Good public schools? Uh, yeah. If you're yeah. in the right neighborhood. In general. Yeah. Like Bloomington. Yes. Like exactly. West Bloomington. That's yeah, really Yeah, I've heard. Like West Bloomington. So let me ask you this. Can I tell you what a big thing in, in Atlanta is? It's paying for private school, but not paying a little bit for private school. Paying a lot for private school. We have that here, too. Okay. And there's a reason why they keep charging what they do and then charging more. So I finally, we, my daughter's in a little private, uh, we just, just a week and a half ago. We just moved her in a week and a half ago. And I realized here's what happened. It's such a badge of honor to actually say you send your kids to private school that they keep charging more money and people keep paying. There's not an empty seat to be found. Because now that's the, the, the next badge of honor, like you become like a, a, another merit badge is your way when you go to a certain school that everybody knows is the most expensive school. It's one of the great rackets of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it is with colleges, yes. too. Right. That's exactly right. I have... Have they gotten into the charter school thing where everybody has their own little charter school for their uh, kids? Yeah, it's happened a little bit. I, I think the other thing, too, is the big thing now is, oh, did your kid test into? That's the other thing that parents want to flaunt at other parents. You oh, know, you yeah. know, Johnny, 
Johnny's going actually to the international school. Yeah, okay, very good. What's that running? Or you have to test into certain schools, and that becomes a really big competition with parents as well. Look, Tom, you've heard me say it. There's no academic scholarships in our future. I don't see one. I don't smell one. I don't think it's really ever going to happen. Listen, I care so much more. My kid's not even two yet, but... I care so much more about my children being good human beings mm-hmm. good and for you. nice right. and happy. Stable. Than, yeah, than I do about, you know, perfect grades, playing the violin and knowing Mandarin good by for the you. time they're 10. Right, because here's what we say. I'd rather you actually be a contributor instead of a taker. Uh, so let's try to figure out how. And, and Tom, I don't know, we might have talked about this one day. The, the one thing I've asked my kids since they were really little preschool, like, were you a good friend today? I'll get to the school stuff in a second. I've asked my kids probably 90% of the days they've gotten home from school or the first time I see them in a day, or if I know I'm not going to see them because I'm out, I've made a phone call. And even to this day, were you a good friend today? I care more about that than everything else. Yeah. I, I just want some semblance of, we'll get to the grades. And by the way, you know, you got to work and, and you're, yeah. not, you're not going to slide. You're not going to, please don't be a lazy kid. But were you, were you a good friend today is much more important than any question I'm going to ask them about a quiz they have coming up on Thursday. Yeah, I think that's a good thing, too. Did you hear what happened uh, in El Rancho, California, at, uh, at a school out there? Uh, apparently one of the uh, – I'm assuming it was a high school. I hope it was a high school. But there was a kid in this guy's class. Quinones was the guy's name. Quinones was the teacher's name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was a kid wearing a United States Marine Corps T-shirt because apparently he has a brother or his dad or somebody's in the Marine Corps, right? This teacher, and it's been recorded, it was recorded by a student. You can find the audio online, uh, and we'll try to track it down. That would be wonderful. He goes after the military. Ugh. You know, these people that fight overseas, that fight over in the Middle East, they're morons. These people are stupid. They're, they're, they're not intellectuals. They're not big thinkers. The people that serve in the military, they're, they're stupid. It's like your dumb Uncle Louie goes into the military. He went on and on ripping the military to school children. Oh, God. You believe that? Uh, what are the repercussions? What's going uh, to happen? Going, he's on, he, he's on leave, leave, a paid leave right now, uh-huh. but he'll probably get fired. Well, we say it all the time. Yeah, you can say it, but there's a consequence. No doubt in my mind, he has the right to say whatever it is he said and then some. Wrong place, wrong time, no doubt about it, but there's a consequence. So the consequence yeah. is, I guess probably they have to go through a channel. You're on leave first, mm-hmm. ready to be fired once we're allowed to fire you. Mm. Yeah, I think once they're allowed to fire him, they will fire him because he went off on the, just, just saying, these are not intellectuals, they're not big thinkers, these are idiots, they're dumb. Uh, the people that serve in the military, they're stupid. It's your dumb Uncle Louie. That's who it is. It's unbelievable. I couldn't believe I heard it. And then I understand. Basically, Hillary's campaign was, you know, everyone but us is a moron. So if you're not us, you're a moron. And that's the reason you should be with us. It was not a good campaign. (laughs) No, it didn't work, did it? Did this fella actually throw a couple of old ladies down a flight of steps just to, you know, end his day? (laughs) Who else do you want to go after at that point? And now I will kick this puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're going to kick a puppy, throw old ladies down the stairs. Yeah, uh, Melina, if you could possibly find that audio. It's it's some of the most disgusting. And don't find it from CNN because they edited it. CNN actually edited it before they played it. Edited it. That's how you say it. Edited it. Edited it. Edited it. Edited it. Okay? Okay. Listen, what are you, in the military? Can't you? No, honestly, God, it's 
it's just that's the thing that if I were look, our kids are 31 and Alex will be 29 tomorrow. I'm very, very happy that they're not in our school system. They're not in college right now. That's the one thing that would scare me, Chris, to tell you the truth. Yeah. How old are your children? 14 and 12. Two girls. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna have to talk to them every night when they come home from high school, and every night uh, if you have to talk to them on the phone, then talk to them on the phone. Uh, what they learned in school that day, because they are saying some things that are way out of line in our school systems. Yeah, social media is obviously now the whole thing, the bullying thing, and yep. uh, you know that's why the whole. It's funny because it was my wife said I, I don't even know why I started that when I were really little, but now more than ever it's important. Were you a good friend today? And, you know, I say it all the time as a parent. It is good. Ninety-two on a test, fantastic, baby. Good for you. I, I, you know, I mean it. Good for you. I'd rather get a compliment from a parent about how well behaved or how social my kid was um, than, quite honestly, the ninety-two. I know it matters, and I know both matter. And people get a little freaky when you start to talk about, do you know how competitive it is now to get into school? I do know how competitive it is. I said, when I drop my kids off at junior college, um, I'll give them a nice hug, and I'll say, oh, by the way, you'll be home at 4 o'clock this afternoon when Western civilization is done. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard, you? I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. My pillow is offering more than 50% off his four pack special, which includes two premium my pillows and two go anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This song's for Bella. It's Bella's birthday today? Yep. It's her birthday? It's her birthday yep. today. I have it. She's 13. Kelly Bell. Uh, all right, I want to play Victor Quinones. A student says he shot this video of his teacher calling the military the lowest of our low. Well, that's the new trend. I, I hope you can hear it. It's only a minute long. And it is. this is CNN. It's the only place you can find it is on CNN. Uh, I hope you can hear it. And if you can't hear it, let me know, okay? So here it is. Um, it'd probably be better to just email that to Mike. Press on this. Press on what this? That. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna email we'll, it to you. Yeah, Mike. we'll okay. figure it out. Yeah, it's gonna sound horrible if you just play it through your speakers. I don't know his email address, and I don't think he wants uh, to give it out. I just have. turn off the mics quick. Okay, we're gonna turn the mics off so you guys talk, talk amongst, amongst yourselves. yourselves. Yeah. 
All right. Well, while they do that, what? I mean, I'm looking for the video as well, and the only one I could find are all edited from the original content. So Ew. hopefully they found one. Andy can usually find yeah, but things. Anyways, sounds he, like a he, crazy guy. He can find things? Yes. All right, I've been sucked into this TV okay, show for... No. We are back. <laughs> we are back. So check the mail. Gonna, wait a minute. How do I, where, check how do the I podcast send podcast mail. Just oh, my God. Pre- just press, press the send button. Press send. <laughs> We're sent. Oh, send. oh, my God. Where the hell it is? Suck how do up I email? Here. How many oh emails? Oh, my God. I'm so old. I no, get that email. Even, I didn't even put the title on it yet. You Have you seen him type? Okay, yes. Well, I just sent it to you. I just sent it to the to the podcast website. They're not the podcast email address. Well, in his defense, he did learn how to text sort of in the last couple of months. So, why don't you guys all shut it? <laughs> you, you know, you, know you guys are the lowest of the low. I'd like to point that out. Hey, Tom, you know what? I'm going to come to your defense on this one. Now, look, you should know how to text, but whatever. I'm not getting involved in that part of it. Yeah. You've done damn you well for yourself not knowing how to text. That's what you tell these people. You've yeah. gotten by See? just fine. Ah. You've provided a Despite. roof and food and education <laughs> and love. You've done all these things for these people. See? Thank Look you. at that. For these people. <laughs> for these, these people. people. <laughs> all right. So, so, Mike, you've just got one minute of it. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Did you get it yet? Yeah. It's under There's... the podcast Gmail account. Okay. okay I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this while you're, while you're looking for it and getting ready. I hadn't been living in London long when I attended my first 4th of July party. The host, members of the U.S. Embassy staff, made their guests envious by revealing that they could request any American products they wanted through the embassy. Minds boggled with the possibilities. Dried chilies, aged bourbon, fancy pants cereal. Nope. These were globetrotting sophisticates living in the Tony Mayday Vale neighborhood. And topping their wish list were Bud Light and Cheetos. To Americans abroad, comfort food so often looks like junk food. My stint in the Peace Corps, oh, God, this guy is obnoxious as hell. I was over there giving of myself, and then I was in the Peace Corps, and before that I was globetrotting, and then I, I dried chilies is what I was looking for. Shut up. Tell a story. Next story. This is a reality <laughs> that London's grocery stores have embraced. Plenty of food shops in the U.K.'s capital of sections catering to American immigrants. They have Aunt Jemima pancake stuff. They have Aunt Jemima syrup. They have Twinkies. They have Hershey's. What is the Hershey's? What is that? Strawberry? Yeah, it's like uh, strawberry quick only. It's, yeah, it's, it's no, the, that's, oh, that's the, the stuff that you put on it's like ice cream. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's the you, you can put make, on ice cream. Yeah, you can make I mean, strawberry Milk. milk out of it too. You can, but in yeah. my experience, it's not fantastic. You can buy Oreos. <laughs> it's better on ice cream. Okay. You can buy Oreos. You can buy Pop Tarts. You can buy fluff marshmallows. Everything I haven't a seen child. that since I was a little kid. Everything yeah. a child fluff. likes. Yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah, I've seen marshmallow fluff in a long time. All right. You well, this I, is in England, though. This is in England. Yeah, London, England. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to go, Molina? Uh, yeah, I'm still waiting, but I, I found it on my own. So hopefully it's not oh, edited. Okay. Oh, so I wasted all that time and he ripped <laughs> me about sending an email for no reason whatsoever. That's so don't right. worry about my feelings. But it was fun for us. I'm <laughs> deeply hurt and I'll never recover. Uh, they also have Jolly Time uh, Magic Pop popcorn. Too. Oh. What, what, can I ask? So maybe I missed something. What's his point? Like, are we, ruining, is, are we ruining London? Is that what he's telling us now? Are we ruining London? No, he... he no, he's telling us that he's very, very happy to see because it, it's drink mixes, and then the next aisle over is American. That's what it says, American. So it's all American food, and he was very, well, the host was very, very happy they had all this stuff because it reminded him of being at home as a little mm-hmm. boy, I guess. 
for some reason, the only American things they uh, imported was like the most diabetes stuff in the world. <laughs> it's like literally all stuff. just like syrup and pop tarts and marshmallow fluff. It's all the good stuff. It's like how about how about some other American food? Like uh, how about those Red Baron pizzas? Those are pretty good. <laughs> oh, Red Baron pizzas are pretty good. Jack's pizzas are. What good. do you think? Oh All right, Melina, I'm just gonna. You, you can make the call whenever you're, uh, whenever you're good to go. I could do a, I could, I could do a read into it if you want me to. Yeah, sure, that'll work. I, I think they, did, oh no, they're not. Sorry, I can't because they took away the script, so. Uh, it's all audio. So this is a guy named Victor Quinones at El Rancho School in El Rancho, California. There's a kid in class wearing a U.S. United States Marine Corps, U.S. Marines T-shirt, and the teacher sees it, and then this is what he said after he saw the T-shirt. You joined the military. It's because you have no other option. Because you didn't take care of business academically. Because your parents didn't love you enough to push you, and then you didn't love yourself enough to push yourself. The data is in. We don't have a good military. Think about the people who you know are over there. Your stupid Uncle Louie or whatever. They're dumb. Well, yeah, that sounds like college, all right. And good. that's well, why. Oh, uh, is that everything? Yeah. Well, uh, for the edited part, yeah. Well, I mean, he got Uncle Louie. Yeah. He popped yeah. Uncle Louie. Um, uh huh. <laughs> Poor Uncle Louie. Yeah. He, what he, he said, ever do? Because, what did he say? You were too stupid to do anything else. Yeah. Poor education, and nobody really cared about poor your education. education. Mm. Yeah. Your mother, your parents didn't love you enough yeah, to get you right. an education, so you had to join the military, which are the lowest of the low. They're the dumbest people in the world. He goes on and on about how stupid the people are in our military. That's well, pretty interesting. My brother is a, one of one of my brothers is a very progressive liberal, and he's all anti-military, and the, that we spend you know the majority of the money that we have on the military, and it needs to be dismantled and destroyed, and it's the worst thing that ever happened. So that's just kind mm. of the that's the progressive yeah yeah it point is. of view right now. Well, um, apparently the military is better educated than the general public. So there you go. That's exactly that. right. Very good, Andrew. Can I ask, um, though? So you can make your point. Here's what I... But you're not really... Don't be anti-military personnel. Like, to me, there's a difference. If you're telling me that costs and spend, and there are things that certainly could be fixed, but once you start, like, attacking military personnel, there's a really big difference in actually going big picture as opposed to the people. Now, look... I don't know what Time Magazine, there was a whole long thing. They were going to give out the person of the century in 1999, and I swear to you, you can look it up. This is a fact. Ric Flair was maybe going to win. and Ric Flair. I'm not kidding. So they had to change the rules with the online voting. This is a God's honest truth. Time Magazine's person of the 20th century, person of the millennium, was almost Ric Flair. And they had to say, well, Ric Flair can't count. So, so again, if you want to talk about what America sometimes does and how we sometimes think, take, take it from that. But the, but the enlisted man, there's nothing even close. The enlisted man and woman is the easily should have been on that Time magazine cover. And I understand that there were a lot of people, Einstein, and, and uh, give me the president that you actually thought, whether it was FDR or whether you thought it was Roosevelt, whoever you might have thought it was, like Teddy. The, the enlisted man and woman should have been on the cover of that magazine. There's nothing even right. close in the history of this, this country that, that tops the enlisted person. Not the officer. So you don't think... You don't think they're the lowest of the low, like Victor Quinones? No, I think they're the... Actually, hold on. How can I say this? Oh, I think they're the most blank and important people that this country has ever produced. <laughs> like, that's what there I actually think. I think they're the most important people that this country has ever produced. The people who volunteer. Now, I'm not telling you people don't volunteer for different reasons. I get it, Victor. Is that his name, Victor? Victor. Victor Quinones, is that his name? 
Okay, yep. whatever the hell his name is, uh, you're, you're missing the biggest of the big picture on this one. There's never been a more in-person ca- important category of people in this country's history. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty hard to argue. Well, here, I think <laughs> I uh, found this moron's uh, in rant in its entirety. Oh, you did? Great in job, raw form. Yeah. In raw form. I like it. We had all our freaking night vision goggles, all that kind of stuff, and we can't freaking control these dudes wearing freaking robes and chunklets. <laughs> because we got a bunch of Think about the people who you know are over there. Your freaking stupid Uncle Louie or whatever. They're dumb. They're not like high-level thinkers. They're not academic people. They're not intellectual people. They're the freaking lowest of our low. Not morally. You know, I'm not saying they, they make bad moral decisions. Just They're not talented people. That's why I came when the president's office says we are the best military in the world. Presidents were all said that whether it was Obama, whether it's anybody. I was like, no, we don't. The data is in. We don't have a good military. We we haven't been able to beat these guys wearing freaking robes and chunks for 15 years. Jeez. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, he just keeps going on and on and on about how stupid they are. The lowest of the low. They're idiots. They're not intellectuals. Let me ask you a question. Where, 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 was, where was he when he said this? He can go fix it. Why doesn't he join? Why doesn't he get a couple of intellectual yeah. friends and a couple of teacher friends of his who might feel yeah. the same way? And why don't you go fight him? Why don't you let's that's just let's just drop him in the middle of where all this fighting that's that nobody seems to be good at. Let's 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 hand him a gun and let's drop him where he thinks the biggest problems are. We can't beat these people in robes. You and your buddies go take care of this. I'd like for you to do that for me, please. Yeah, I think it's a wonderful idea. This guy, again, he's on paid leave right now. I assume he'll be fired. I did hear about half the students laughing, though, and some of that was probably nervous laughter because they couldn't believe he was actually saying this. It sounded like a high school class uh, to me. It looked like a high school class. Maybe it was junior high. Maybe it was high school. Yeah, high school students don't have tenure, so. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They have to be pretty stupid to say something like that. I just don't understand why this guy, your you're, you're freaking stupid Uncle Louie, that's who's in the uh, service. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, Can you imagine what's going on if, well, in our school. Think about this. If you're a kid, that one kid we know, his brother was, I guess, in the Marines, because this is what started it all. Right. What are you doing right. sitting there if you've had relatives who are in the military? Like, as, as this guy's going on his little whatever the hell that was, what are you thinking? Uh, because you got an authority figure telling you something, the guy that's supposed to be teaching you how to almost think, because that's at a junior high and high school level, and you got to sit there and you got to look at that guy's fotch every day after he, he throws something like that out at you? <laughs> I love it. You went with fotch. <laughs> I love it. Faccia bruta. It's one of my favorite sayings in the end. Your face is brutal. <laughs> so yeah. cool. That's an Italian thing. One of my favorite Italian things of a faccia bruta. Your face is brutal. <laughs> Lays it out there pretty easily and swiftly. <laughs> it really does. You get you get the point really, really quickly when somebody says faccia bruta <laughs> to you. There's no doubt about it. But you're absolutely right. You should join the military. You should go over there and lead, and you should defeat them because they're doing a horrible job. And all you can do is sit back in your little uh, classroom and complain about how horrible they are while you're doing absolutely nothing about it. And people are being killed in attacks constantly. Tell everybody to and open you're up. Sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, open up Lord of the Flies to, uh, to page fifty-eight. We're going to go over. Uh, we're going to go over chapter three of Lord of the Flies right now. That's that's yeah. what you're doing. With all due respect to teachers, that guy doesn't need to be in front of a classroom. Not because of his beliefs. It's because of how he presented them. 
No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. There's no reason to tell that to my son, my daughter, my granddaughter, my grandson. There is no reason for you to, to have said that. Right. Uh, well, and I think that's just a fact. You'll notice that uh, the population that complains about how everything is bad and the population that's actually like part of the things that they're complaining about are mutually exclusive. So no one's ever like this. This situation that I'm in is it needs to be changed, and I'm going to do something to make it yeah. better. It's you have to change. I'm fine. Now, Catherine and, and uh, Alex and, yes. and Andy. Uh, now you know what, Alex. I think you and Dan were walking, walking fawn at the time. We were sitting at a restaurant a few weeks ago, about a month ago, and there was a guy looked like he was in his 70s, and he was wearing a Vietnam veteran baseball cap and i bought he and his wife a round of drinks mm-hmm. and they waved you know kind of a thank you nod that kind of deal and then about 10 minutes later he got up out of his seat, walked over and stuck his hand out and he said thank you so much for that nobody's ever ever oh. thanked me for my service before never what? remember that yep i do it was I horrible was. nobody had ever thanked him we weren't there were you there alex we did, no, andy didn't go out to dinner with us a single time when we were in florida Oh, so it was just mom yeah, and I me. Did. No, you didn't. We I didn't went a couple out. times. No, we didn't go out a single time with you. You came over to mom and dad's and had pizza once. Yeah, what do you think of that, actually? Andy. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, right up to this Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here. Minneapolis is gearing up for the biggest football event of the year. And you've probably heard the myth that you should wait until after the big game to sell your home. What? If you're thinking about selling, now is the time. Why? Because buyers are hungry and most sellers aren't even in the game. But the real key is fielding the right team. And that's my buddy Chris Lindahl's team with REMAX Results. REMAX is America's number one real estate franchise. And the Chris Lindahl team is America's number one REMAX Results team. Why? Because they've got the right game plan and the best players at the skill positions. They know how to market your home. They know how to use social media. And they know how to win. On average, the Chris Lindahl team sells a home every nine hours for over the MLS average. Don't wait until after the big game to get a big win on selling your home. Call the Chris Lindahl team at 763-401-SOLD, and the first two callers will get a free staging package. This is a huge value, and it's only going to the first two KQRS callers from this ad. That's 763-401-SOLD. Get a free staging package and win big on selling your home before the big game. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Oh my gosh, I have a funny I have a funny Jude story. So my parents' dog's name is Jude. My daughter Fawn doesn't call him Jude, she calls him Jude. That's how she says his name. And I take her on Fridays and I'm one of the teachers of something called Forest School. It's you go outside middle of the winter and play and read stories and sing songs and blah blah blah. And there was a new person there last week. I was talking to the mom, and I was like, 
oh, what's your son's name? And she goes, oh, this is Jude. And Vaughn goes, Jude. <laughs> Jude. I was like, that's my dog's name, and that's how she says it. So he's probably going to be referred to as Jude. Instant friends. Jude. Yeah. Instant friends. We were, yeah. we, were, we were out to dinner last night, and we brought Jude with us, and we were sitting on the sidewalk, and this there was a group of... The, the guys that are always at the bar, you know, those Drunks, guys. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what's your dog's name? What's your dog's name? I said, Jude. And he goes, Jew? <laughs> we are. I'm like, oh, my God, have another alcoholic a lot, beverage. A lot of people you? think we're saying Jew for some. Yeah, yeah, like, we, yeah. yeah we just named our dog Jew because that's what people do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catholic. Come here, Catholic. Catholic. Come here, Protestant. Uh, let me know when Carson's ready to go. Would you please? He is ready. He's oh, ready. he's ready to go. Carson Coral, how are you, Carson? Or he was. I thought he was ready. Yeah. Rot row. Maybe he heard the Jew part and hung up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. He'll probably call back. Carson Coral will be in the United States January 31st and February 1st. He would be a fantastic, important, and timely guest. Here's why he and his company are important. In the late spring, the Supreme Court will decide whether to allow states to legalize and regulate sports betting. What do you think about that, Chris? Oh, I've been pushing for it. I'm three mayors in in my time in Atlanta and a couple of governors, and every time I keep asking when the casino's coming up and why can't I bet. It's it's no different than going to play the lottery. I I'm so tired of all the nonsense. I'm from a state in New Jersey where lottery was king really early on, and they built the casinos. I think opened up in 1979. And you can give me this, and you can give me that, and you can tell me it's just another bad habit that people are going to get into. i got to tell you, what I see is tax dollars. What I, what yeah, I see is an ability to actually part. fix a few roads. Yeah. Maybe yeah, pay absolutely. for a little education. That might, be, might not are, be a bad however, thing. They are, however, going to have to – insurance companies are going to have to uh, stop paying for kneecap-related injuries. As soon as uh, they legalize sports betting. Yeah, well, you got that right. Kneecap, and um, if you have any cement on your feet, they can't pay for that. But uh, can I tell you the difference? So I'm really, now, for two seconds, do you know what the difference is with legalized gambling? You can only bet mm. what you have in hand. The bookie, you don't oh, do I that. Like that. I mean, that's the biggest difference. Yeah. You know, when you go yep. to a casino, yep. you're not allowed to say, hey, look, I got a bookie. Payday. That's true. Thursday. Well, guess what? You have to have it in your hand to bet it. With that type of gambling, as opposed to what goes on with street gambling, where you can get yeah. yourself in a much bigger hole. Look, I'm not telling you there's not going to be problems with people. Of course there is. It's like any other addiction. It's or it's like the biggest problem with gamblers is they think they're smarter than they really are, and that's why the hotels yes. in Vegas keep getting bigger and bigger, and they tear one down to make mm-hmm. a bigger one because they rely on the fact that you think you know what the hell you're talking about. You know, Chris, and everyone else listening. As a matter of fact. Where all of the uh, big casinos in Vegas make all of almost um, like about half the money that they make, three hundred. No, it's not half. About a third of the money they make, uh, something like that. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. You know where it comes from? Mm-hmm. Penny slots. Really? Penny slots. They make far more money from penny slots than any other. Wow. Uh, because I guess people are not careful with their penny slot money so they just keep you know because mm-hmm. it's, ah, it's pennies who cares right. they just right. keep pouring it in and pouring it in and pouring it in and you never win well if you keep pouring it in and you never win that adds up to hundreds of millions of dollars so here's how i know that that's true when the hotels in new jersey opened up they used to have these bus rides of quite honestly older folk 
And what they would do is you'd yeah. pay for your bus ride. They'd give you like $10 in quarters, which they knew you were going to spend. And then you're going to spend your own quarters. They don't bus people into casinos unless they're about to lose money. And if you bring enough buses in, I, you know, if you're giving me those numbers, I'll tell you here's how I know they're accurate. Because there's more slot machines than ever before. Than ever before. Yeah. The slot yep. machines take yep. up more space on the casino floors than everything else. Yeah, they do. Uh, there is no question. It amazes me, the slot machines... I've never played a slot. I've literally never played a slot machine in my life. Not figuratively, literally. I've, I have no interest in pulling the one-armed bandit and watching the cherries go round and round. I have no interest in that at all. Now, I don't think I have much better chance to win at video poker, but I'll play that because, you know, there's some, there's a you little feel like, bit. Right. You feel like there's a little bit of a control issue and it swings to your favor. Right. Yeah. Right. A little bit. You know, at least I know what I'm doing with the, uh, you know, cherries going around in a circle. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's 100%, I have no idea well, what it's 100% luck as opposed to like 90% luck. Yeah, exactly. So we did, lo- we lost Karstina. I guess. Yeah, I don't know you what know, happened. I hope, I hope he was not offended. Offended by Jude? I know, I don't know. Like, Although, I will on? tell you this, though. I guess, maybe. If he was offended by Jude, Karsten holds a master's degree in electronic and microprocessor engineering from the University for Applied Sciences in Constance, Germany. What? <laughs> oh, because he's German. I get it. Uh. God, I hope that wasn't <laughs> Did you just... Nine! <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, man, the guy didn't even get on the air before he... He was insulted. <laughs> I know he got insulted yeah? before he even got on the air. Jeez. At least give it a shot. Give Jude it a try. Did. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Well, this is a company's headquartered in Switzerland. See, so there you go. It's uh, it's like Germany, but different. Yeah, they just didn't get involved. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to get involved this hot mess either, I A guess. lot of people didn't want to get involved. Not. Yeah, I I hope that's not. I hope he didn't think that's what we were saying. But mm. I don't know. He disconnected, or he got. He, Every we've had a couple guests. We've we've, we've been doing this for what almost years. six years. Almost six five, years. And half years, five and a half years. And we've had probably what four guests that have taken something just totally the wrong way and refuse yes. to be on. Yes. Yeah. Especially Every once in a while guy. it happens. Well, people are touchy these days and they, you know, if they're yeah. hawking a book or some sort of product or something. Well, he's just talking about just, sports betting. Uh, you just never And know. we all know the Jews are great at that. <laughs> oh! Andy. Uh, hey, come on, Andy. Just kidding around. Settle down, everybody. Speaking <laughs> of the whole, like, bookie thing that you were talking yes, about. Sir. So. I, I'm sure people who run numbers have you know done the math and everything, but wouldn't you think that accepting money that someone doesn't have would make it less likely for you to get paid? Oh, no, 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 no. Look, it's like Vegas. They hope you win the first time you go. Uh, Bookie doesn't mind if you win a little bit early because at the end of the day, unless you're really going to leave town, and it's not about broken kneecaps anymore. It's not about that. It's just that there's sort of a gentleman's agreement that gets a little bit pushed beyond a gentleman's agreement if you don't pay. It's it's really difficult uh, to not pay. It's really difficult to not pay. It's not because you well, get beat up in the They don't have the law on their side, do they? No, but there is sort of a code in the whole thing. There really is. There's a code. You don't you know don't get yourself so upside down. And look, I don't think anybody's really rooting for you to lose so much that all of a sudden your family's in a bad place. But it's a choice. I'm yeah. I, I don't have a problem with it. It's, to me, what's the difference between that and a guy who loses money is 401k by betting on stocks? What's the difference? 
What's, yeah, what's yeah, the difference? Don't do that either. It's a bad idea. No, 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 no doubt about it. But but guys think they're a little bit smarter than the room, and they and that's uh-huh. that's half the problem. Look, here's why well, Pete Rose. People like uh, like Warren Buffett. You know, he made so much money on the stock market, but they don't understand that that wasn't like you know he knew the secrets. It was just you know statistically, one in every million people is going to make a whole lot of money just because they happen to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, Warren Buffett actually looked you can't at what. Really he looked at what most people were doing, and they kind of did the opposite. I mean, because things swing. Yeah, that's true. Things yeah, swing. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he he uh, his knowledge definitely had a lot to do with it. But there's also a lot of people with exactly as much knowledge as him that lost a lot of money. So here's because, why, you know, Tom. You know, you talked about guests, and and you ain't been you haven't been doing radio unless you've been hung up on. Uh, and and I've been hung. I don't know how many oh, times yeah. you've been oh, hung yeah. up on, but I've been hung up on a lot. And Pete Rose did an interview many years ago before he admitted to anything. And and we had Pete on for about forty minutes. And I told him, I said, look, here's here's how I know you bet on baseball. He said, well, this should be good. Tell me how you know I bet on baseball. I said, because betters bet on the thing they think they know the most. Why would you bet on horses which you know nothing about other than seeing they have four legs and they'll run around that track? Why would you bet on basketball? You're going to bet on baseball because it's the thing you knew better than anything else. Why would you not bet on it? Of course he bet on baseball. And he did say, I'll give him credit, he didn't admit to anything at that point because this is about five years, seven years before he admitted to anything. He said, well, that's the best I've heard anybody offer up to me. But it was just the gambler and me knowing. Why would you not bet on baseball if you're Pete Rose? It's what you know better than anything else. I agree. Uh, I, I absolutely would agree. You bet on what you know about. Why, yeah, you're trying to get every advantage you can. The, the idea is to win money, not yeah. lose money. No, it makes total sense to me. If whatever you know the most about is what you should bet on. Yes. Well, yeah, if I were to board on uh, bet on football, I wouldn't even have any clue what to do. I mean, I'd, I'd probably just say, you know, Patriots are probably going to win uh, by, I don't know, four points? There you go. Yeah. Give me money. Well, Pete Rose was betting on dogs who were chasing around a furry thing called Swifty at a dog track. He knew nothing about that. Why would he not bet on baseball? Of course he bet on baseball. You're absolutely right. People love the betting on the dogs, though. I don't know why. Yep. You want a reality show? Go to one of those dog tracks in Florida. You want a reality show? Yeah. Ask people people how and why they're there on a Tuesday afternoon down at one of those dog tracks. (laughs) And you know who owns the biggest dog track in uh, Palm Beach County, Florida? Mm -mm. No. The Rooney family. Do they really? People who own the Pittsburgh Steelers. I didn't know that. Mickey Rooney? Not as in Mickey Rooney, no. Oh. As an Art Rooney. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a, every year there's some stories about the mistreatment of greyhounds in Florida. It's but that sounds really Palm, sad. Palm Beach sounds like it might be a nice dog track. I'm not talking about go to that dog track. Oh, go it to, is. Go to oh, some, oh yeah, yeah, it is. Go to some of the dog tracks I've been to in Florida. Okay. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I've, been, I've been to places <laughs> where you talk about walking around in downtown Minneapolis, pff, nothing. I'll walk around with All money right, taped gonna... to my forehead compared to some of the stuff I've seen at a dog track. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google skeezy dog tracks, Florida. There's Worst dog, dog track. track, and then Chris Domino's name will pop up. And, ask, and, and to go. the basis the basis of the show. One of the guys I work with actually, we've talked about this. The basis of the show is ask people how the hell they got there on a Tuesday afternoon. What are you oh. doing here, and how did your life end up this way? That's yeah. the whole show. Does it end with fetamine? <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. I'll never forget maybe the only time oh, I ever been a... one was when I was back east, and it was at the Aqueduct. And Ozone Park out in New York. The horse track. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, that's a horse track. Yeah, that. The, that, that was those, scary enough. Yeah, those, was... are, those are classy joints compared <laughs> to dog tracks. <laughs> oh, this place was far from classy, but yeah, I could understand. Tom, oh. I've, been, I've been to some 
I've been to some places where you can lay, lay bets down. Somebody asked me in Atlanta, uh, what could you actually, we had a conversation about what you could actually find in Atlanta. I said, I can find, now, am I, I, I guess this is okay. I can find you a hooker. I can find you a Coke. Uh, I can find you a 2 a.m. card game. I can't find heroin, though. Like, it's the one thing that no. I don't know anybody. Like, who's doing all this no. heroin that I keep hearing about people are doing? Who's, where do you go? To, like, how do you first decide, I got to find some heroin? What do you do at that point? Because I'm telling you, I can find you almost anything. I can find you a hot car. Like, not a good car, like a, like a stolen car. <laughs> if you give me a day, I'll find you a stolen car. And I'll find you a 2 a.m. poker game or a craps game. Right. I'm telling right. you, I can find almost, I don't know anybody, anybody who's in this heroin business that I keep hearing about keeps getting bigger and bigger every week. That's because they want to keep it for themselves. From what I understand, <laughs> It's my heroin. Don't touch it. From what I understand, and I just saw this uh, article, as a matter of fact, uh, opioids, uh, you know, heroin, things like that. Uh, the Chinese, the yeah. country of China, mm. is using the United States Postal Service to deliver opioids, heroin, all across America now. Well, yeah, because the Postal Service, they're not supposed to look in your packages. Right, exactly. And as long as you seal it up tight enough, they're can you smell not going to be able to detect it. Yeah, can you, you smell like a dog? Uh, yeah. I'm sure a dog can. Yeah. There are dogs and there are, um, like... Like, you know, just scanners and that kind of thing. But uh, if you put it in a Ziploc bag and then wrap that up and then, you know, wrap it up enough, nothing's going to be able to detect it because, you know, how is it going to get put out of the Put it in air? some lutefisk. Mm. Yeah, you'd never be able to smell it. You know, you know what I would say if I was part of the pe- – you keep it. I don't want it. I'm not even going to confiscate it. You take <laughs> well, it. Yeah. It's got that lutefisk in it. There is that. We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Domino for the third hour is going to be fantastic. It's nice having you in all day. I'm learning a bunch of new things about you. We've been working together for quite some time, yes. but not for this length of uh, time. Uh, Brad Blanks will join us either by phone or in person. We don't know which. We might chop her in. You never know. Karsten Coral, I don't think, is ever calling back because he thought we were bad mouthing Jews, apparently. But, but we were not. <laughs> yeah, I we don't were, know what we're It would on. be Judah. Who Our knows? Our dog's name is Judah. <laughs> like the song, Hey Judah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom Bernard, yeah. <laughs> 